0: Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey y'all. I hope that everyone is having an amazing day. I hope that you are setting the tone for an amazing week. And I hope that you are showing up in the world today, serving amazing energy. Let's go. Y'all know the (laughs) drill. I want to shout out a few of the locations that our listeners are tuning in from. Shout out to Bellingham, Washington, Van Cleve, Mississippi, Brooklyn, New York, Elmont, New York, Alicante, Spain, Marbella, Spain, and Sacramento, California. Thank you to all of my listeners inside and outside of the states, both new and returning. As usual, y'all, I am grateful. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. (laughs) Oh my heavens. No, she didn't. You know what to do. Go on ahead and forward this podcast to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and group chats. (laughs) Post, share, and all of that good stuff. You never know. This just may be the podcast they didn't know they needed. Say it. All right, all right, all right. Timing is a trip, y'all. I'm telling you, sometimes the way that the universe is set up I mean, it's just lessons on lessons on lessons, okay? (laughs) Like in the best way, though. And you know how we feel about a good lesson around here. They are a whole blessing. Come on. (laughs) I really can't make this up, though. Like we have been talking for a few episodes about soft living. So if you're not caught up on episodes, you may want a one-two step to those before getting into this one. (laughs) But I've been encouraging this community to engage in that conversation and to begin to assess the areas of life where uh, soft living concepts can be applied, you know. We've talked about everything from boundaries and reciprocal relationships to rest and relaxation. Uh, We've talked about the strength that lies within vulnerability and the beauty of surrendering well child, the Lord Dunn said, Let me give you this real life scenario to study. <laughs> he said, open your books and learn your lesson. This is soft living in classes in session. <laughs> hey, I know that. Girl, hush. I mean, if you know, you know. Y'all ready to get into this with me? Yeah, girl. Work. Let's do it then. Let's go, sis. I believe that we receive some of the best lessons by being present spectators in the experiences of others. Um, Brief story, Um, I have a friend who is an awesome powerhouse. She is a true hustler, a skilled entrepreneur, a professional, a mother, and an incredible friend to many. She is a lot of things to a lot of people. And who knew that watching her come into a moment where she would need to be accepting of the help of others would lend itself to my own reflection. Her and I have been laughing at how difficult it feels to be the one to need, you know, and how because of the way we were raised and programmed, uh, we be out here being our own enemy. We will block some blessings from others, won't we now? (laughs) right? Just swatting them. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Watching her process. I mean, it was like a full blown mirror I found myself looking into. And the question that I continued to ask myself was, do I really allow others to show up for me? Do I allow others to bless me? And if not, like, why? you know i thought about three parts of this um one being uh the ability to receive just in general um the emotional conflict felt in communicating needs and uh the ingrained willingness to burden things alone child i feel attacked by my own bullet points <laughs> It's giving. She's guilty. <laughs> and Lord knows I am. <laughs> I'm really about to tell on myself, y'all. Okay. So I've mentioned before that receiving is something that I am continuing to work on, right? Like it's 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 continuous work in progress. Um, it's it's a lot of um unprogramming, uh, you know, uh, the messaging, the um, mentality that we grew up on. Uh, in looking back at my own walk in this, I think about times where I dug my feet in when others offered me anything from gifts to support. People would try to do nice things for me. And I would say, no, it's okay. Or maybe someone would purchase something, say something simple as a cup of coffee, right? And I would try to give them the money back that they had spent. They would tell me, you know, that they've got me, like, girl, I got you. I got it. And I would dang near force them to take the money or say, okay, you're going to find it stuffed in your purse or your couch or somewhere. <laughs> why are we like this? Like, why was it so hard to just accept that someone bought me a damn cup of coffee? there was a guy I was dating once upon a time, and he asked me um, if he could take me shopping. Um, I told him, no, I'm fine. He asked me several times on several occasions, and my answer was the same, uh, no. (laughs) He expressed that he was just wanting to do something nice for me, and I remember I was dead set on making sure that he knew that I could take care of everything on my own as I had been. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I eventually gave in as he communicated with me that he um that he really needed me to let him show up being who he wanted to be to me. Um it was tough though, right? It was much bigger than a cup of day coffee, bigger than a dinner tab, bigger than ringing up a day of shopping or accepting a freaking compliment. It required a new level of trust. I think subconsciously I was still wearing this armor and saying without saying, right, that I didn't need anyone and I didn't want others to have the leverage of thinking that I did. Did you hear me? Did you hear that pettiness? I didn't want others to have the leverage of thinking that I needed them. Child, what kind of whack mind games? <laughs> but that's, that's, that's a, a real place that people function from, right? I wanted to be the doer, not because I wanted someone else to need me. Not that I myself wanted to be needed. I mean, you know how some people need to be needed? Nah, like that wasn't me. I just felt more comfortable giving than receiving. I didn't know how to receive, but the expectation that I had of others uh, was that they were open to it when I was the giver or the doer, right? It was real. (laughs) Can we say the twisted nerve of a girl? Okay, (laughs) As I grew through that mindset, what I realized is just how much I had been conditioned to believe that receiving felt like I was needy and the idea of needing felt weak. How unfortunate, right? Like how unfortunate. But how many of you out there grew up on that, right? Um, A, a lot of it I know is cultural and I know um across the many cultures, like you know the expectation of women to just stand strong and be strong and not be weak, not feel weak, not be perceived as weak like it's it's a it's a real thing, right uh this is not an uncommon feeling in our community. We touched on it in previous episodes when we talked about the quote unquote strong women in our communities. We witnessed them burdening these heavy loads on their own, which communicated that that is the normal expectation for women uh, and that if they could do it, then we should be able to do it. Lord, take me now. In a distorted way, it was essentially saying that we are meant to be caregivers, but not meant to be cared for. Ooh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, like throw the whole thing away. (laughs) Now, if we thought that receiving was a challenge, honey, can we just talk about communicating needs? Child, that's a whole mountain to climb. There is so much attached to this. Another piece of heavy armor, right? So many people don't want to communicate their needs because they are afraid of disappointment, right? Vocalizing their needs and then people not showing up um, when they've been expressed. This is also connected to our vulnerability. Needing is a very vulnerable place to be, but the idea that we have to have it all figured out all of the time is a whole ass lie. Okay? Sometimes we need to speak what we need. This lends itself to our ability to show up in our relationships authentically. If my relationship with you is an authentic one, then it's also an honest and vulnerable one. And I'm going to feel some kind of way, honey, (laughs) about you needing me, but not telling me. There are some circumstances where our friends are looped into our needs and can recognize where to insert themselves um, without being asked, right? And there are other times when a little probing is necessary The one question that I have learned to ask my friends in response to them sharing that they are going through something is, how can I help? Like, how can I help? Sometimes we don't have all of the words, right? And sometimes we feel like the words that we have don't live up to the occasion, right? Like you're at a loss for words. And so sometimes the best way to fill in that gap without making people uncomfortable, is saying, how can I help? This question feels very different than asking, what do you need? Sometimes people don't know what they need or how to articulate a need, but having the space to have the dialogue is important, an honest space for that dialogue, right? Sometimes the need is just a person's presence. Other times, it might be a person's actions. Women are amazing humans, but we are still only human, and we, too, need. There is no awards given in life for overexerting yourself, overworking yourself, stressing yourself, or doing every damn thing by yourself. There's just not. You are not alone in life, so stop walking as though you are. I get it. There are some things that we would just rather do on our own because we know how we would like them done. But in general, have a damn seat, sis. Respectfully. (laughs) Sit your ass down. Like, have all the seats in the room. If there's 10 seats in the room, have all 10. Trust that your loved ones will show up for you and uh, and that they'll get things done. Um, they may get them done differently than the way that you would have done them. But child, are they done or not? <laughs> okay, let go. Release that baggage. It's heavy love and it does not serve you. Remember, we talked about letting go of the things that do not serve us. well. There's that. Yeah, so that's it, y'all. Learning how to receive is an incredibly important part of self care and self love, and is something that Black women often struggle with due to societal messaging. However, learning to accept compliments, gifts, and other forms of kindness can be incredibly empowering and can help Black women feel seen and valued. I watched my friend wade through those emotions as people showed up for her in her time of need. It was eye-opening. It was overwhelming. It was emotional. And it has been a liberating experience for her and for me to watch and reflect on myself, right? It's been both beautiful and inspiring. And I've learned a lot about myself through her experience. Come on, the power of sharing. Okay, <laughs> as you embark or continue on in your journey, here are a few ways that you can practice learning to receive. Um, consciously noticing when someone gives you a compliment and appreciating the gesture, right? Just say thank you. Just say thank you. Or guess what I say? Sometimes when I when I recognize um, that maybe words someone is saying um you know makes me feel uncomfortable, I'll say, I receive that. I receive that. Like it's me acknowledging that my um m- my natural response might be to be like, oh, you know, minimize what someone is saying. Um, but my response when I realize that I'm uncomfortable or I'm about to do that thing. I'm about to do that thing. Janelle, just say, I received that. I received that. And then take it in. Like take it all in. Sometimes just shut up. <laughs> That's what I be having to tell myself. Sometimes just shut up. Receive it. Receive it. Take it in. Be in the moment. Appreciate it. Yeah. And then letting yourself accept gifts and kindness without feeling guilty, without questioning why, without feeling like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Allow others to be a blessing for you. You never know what they're feeling on the other side, right? Like them being able to bless you is really a blessing to them also, right? Um, And then just the last one, which is something that we've, we've, Talked about and will continue to talk about, but allowing yourself to take time for yourself and practice self care, right? To really put the time and thought and intention um, into caring for yourself, into um, allowing others to care for you, into um, assessing those areas where you may be able to let go of those things that aren't serving you right? To find stillness, to connect with yourself, right? Those types of things. Doing these things can be difficult and challenging, but the beauty in learning to receive is that it helps us to recognize our own worth and value and to appreciate all of the love and kindness that surrounds us, right? If the goal of soft living is peace, then we have to allow the people in spaces that we have aligned ourselves with to uh, be a blessing, to provide, and to support in the moments when we do need, okay? Otherwise, we'll be denying ourselves the very peace that we seek. Taking steps to build a support system, aka the village, (laughs) filled with reciprocal relationships can help Women to face vulnerability in a more healthy and empowered way. So, in the words of our fave cousin at the cookout, Duran, I need you to stop acting like you got to do everything by your damn self all the time, which is strong faced ass trying to do everything by yourself. Oh, solo dolo faced ass. <laughs> Cousin says, stop it. Okay? I love him. (laughs) Stop it. Seriously, though, trust in the people that you have allowed access to your life. Lean on the people that God has placed in your life to be a blessing to and for you. The honor is not in being the strong friend. The honor is in allowing yourself to be seen and cared for. Get into it. It's life-changing. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode. And until next time, be well.